0: episode of Al Jazeera podcast. This week we'll be discussing women's rights, students and their opinions about women's rights in both Yemen and Arizona. My name is Hala. I'm with Ali who is also university student at the University of Arizona. Welcome Ali.
1: Hi, I'm so glad to be here. I hope you all enjoy our Jazeera Project podcast.
0: Women's rights in Yemen are very underestimated and this is the reason that is due to some customs and traditions. And some women try to free themselves from this by taking their rights in some areas of life. In Yemen, women are deprived of the rights to education, choose a life partner, make discussions, express an opinion, and even the way of life doesn't follow their own choices and discussions. And most families consider women to be just dependent on a man and have no entity. But in this society, you find many women who are trying to overcome all this and have succeeded in their education, practical family lives, and even given many achievements to society. Mm. So what about the situation in U.S.? Fortunately, have
1: most of the same rights as men. Um, And this is due to the hard work and perseverance of activists and lots of work that has brought us to where we are today. So about a hundred years ago, And earlier in the 19th century, the women's rights movement was able to grant the women the right to vote. And that began in 1920 with the passage of the 19th Amendment. So that's been about 100 years since women were able to vote in the United States. Mm,
0: That's interesting.
1: And then on from that, in the last 100 years, um, feminist activists have fought really hard for equal opportunity. And this was especially in the 1960s and 70s, but continues today. There's definitely been a lot of growth, but unfortunately the wage gap between women and men still exists today. So according to the US Census Bureau, women make on average 83 cents to each dollar that men make. So if you were to look at that in terms of a median average yearly salary, Men make about $53,000, and then women make about $43,000. So that's about a $10,000 difference, which is pretty crazy.
0: You took about $10,000. You don't talk about a small amount of money.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a big amount. So people are definitely still fighting for women to receive equal pay and equal opportunities to men, especially economically.
0: After all this struggle, there is still make difference between women and men? Um, yes, definitely. Hala, are there
1: active feminist groups in Yemen, and what are their influence?
0: Feminists are requesting constitutional change that guarantees women's rights in Yemen, as most laws in the Yemeni constitution oppress them and favor men. They also demand that the constitution contain a clause that confirms the equality of women and the rights as men about entering into marriage based on their fall and free consent, and equality in the rights of marriage and the even of its dissolution. And Yemeni women face several oppressions in all areas of life. A woman cannot marry and travel without the permission of her guardian. Um, Hala, what do you mean by the
1: permission of her guardian?
0: Any man from your family, like uh, father, brother, uh, Maybe your uh, uncle, if you don't have father, uh, your uh, your young brother also. Oh, okay. That's definitely
1: interesting. It's kind of funny that even younger brothers could considered a guardian.
0: And she doesn't have uh, the same rights as a man in divorce or child custody. And the lack of legal protection also makes them unprotected from domestic and sexual violence.
1: Wow, that's definitely scary, especially the lack of legal protection. From domestic and sexual violence, I'm sure a lot of women um, struggle with that. It's really unfortunate.
0: We asked some of the students in Arizona and Yemen about what are the women's rights that women don't get in their country. Let's listen to them. And they think in our country some of cities gifts women, some of rights, and and another and some of cities they don't let them learning, they don't let them show what they want, they're forcing them to do something they never want. And they forcing them to get married for someone they'd
2: never want. That's really big problem and we are trying to fix this. Thinking on women's right in my home country, Peru, it's a very hard subject because in the law, women are not held under any standard different than men. Uh, yes, there are some things that affect women more. So for example, women do not have the right to have an abortion. But that is because under Proven law, the human life is protected by the moment of its inception. But we do have a lot of issues. Uh, regarding women, that could be better. Uh, just like some of the previous uh, uh, companions that have spoken about women's rights. Uh, yes, women do not get paid as much as men. Uh, in some places, other places they do have. Uh, they do follow the law, in which by law they should all be paid the same. Uh, it is kind of weird, but Peru, uh, it's a fairly progressive country. It gave women the right to vote very early under the government of Ramón Castilla. It has a lot of uh, progressive ideas towards women. We even have the Ministry of Women that helps, well, every woman in every regard by making laws that help them, by helping uh, fight violence against women, especially uh, female homicide, which is something that's very big in Peru. But yes, we under the law are equal. But in practice, there are still things that we can do to make women and men be even more equal.
1: A woman's rights that women do not get in the US, I would have to say, is equal pay. It's been a long thing that has been going on where a woman can have a better experience, better expertise within the job, but when it comes to promotions, a man will have that opportunity before the woman ever gets to have that opportunity. And it's really frustrating as I am graduating in May and approaching the job industry and looking for jobs. I am ready to learn and challenge that idea that a man, whether he has less experience than me, gets the opportunities before I do.
2: Most of the countries, they give, you know, the women or they admit about the women's right. But talking about Yemen, you know, some cities here, they don't admit about this thing at all the cities which Houthiyan stay in. As you know, the men have right, the women should have right. So if the women, like, uh, if they want to go and work or to give money or study, they're like, by force, so we're gonna give them. And our Islam, you know, guided us to do this thing.
0: In some regions in Yemen, some parents don't allow their daughters to educate. And sometimes as a result of that, they face many difficulties in their married life because the education has a big part of improving person's life. And uh, this is one of the reasons that make them think if the woman got divorced, she will be dependent on her family. And this will make her family's living worse. Um, thank
1: you, Doa. Education is extremely important and interestingly enough oftentimes these women would need to drive to go to school so the fact that they both feel that they are unable to be educated as well as cannot drive um go hand in hand and it's interesting how when women are oppressed often their influences can add up and it puts women even more behind if we were looking at the u.s um movements there's been many amazing women that have been involved in these movements so Two of the most famous women um, from the women's suffrage movement, which granted women the right to vote, as I mentioned earlier, were Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Together, they co-founded the American Equal Rights Association, and they traveled the country speaking um, and demanding for women's rights. They were able to rally a bunch of women and people together to grant women the right to vote. So definitely their efforts, along with a lot of other women, have helped get us to where we are today. But then another woman who fought for equality in the U.S. was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was a U.S. Supreme Court justice who passed away, and she fought against gender discrimination and helped pass a ton of laws that furthered um, women's equality. So there's been a, many amazing women that have been involved in these movements in the U.S., and they are super important.
0: I feel good when I hear something about woman made something for another woman. And also here in Yemen, we have two. There is a girl named Nadal Ahdal, a feminist who appeared asking for help from her family, who wanted to marry her in 2013. And she was 11 years old. Now she has become an activist who is a founder of ending underage marriage in the Middle East. We have also Khadija Salami, is the only Yemeni filmmaker who has made a number of films about women and their rights in Yemen. Also, Shada Nasser, a Yemeni lawyer, received an international award from New York after she succeeded in uh, defending a divorce, uh, a 10-year-old girl.
1: Hala, those all sound like really amazing women that are doing incredible things. I'm sure there's tons of women in Yemen who are thankful for them and who also are fighting for their rights, too.
0: Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Hala. Oh, thank you, Ellie. I'm so glad to be with you today. Um, I'm
1: so thankful we were able to get together and discuss this today. It's definitely a super important issue. Al Jazeera, the bridge is a collaboration among students and faculty from four public universities in Yemen and the faculty and students at the University of Arizona. They're participating in this nine month cultural exchange project in Yemen and the U.S.
2: Oh hm. I hadn't is heard so about
0: that. Hmm. Oh, really? Oh, I that's really interesting. Thank you for telling support. me about that.